0: And so, after your bachelor party, um, we went back to Gainesville, and my car was in front of our friend Dirty's car. Um, Dirty is a person, not the extent of the car, the look of the car, but what happened was I needed to get out of your driveway, but Dirty's car was right behind mine. So I had to do like a 75 point turn to get around it. and in the process of accomplishing that 75 point turn I ripped off the front of my bumper. Um completely my fault. Dirty doesn't even know that it was his fault because I I've been saying it's my fault this whole time but I'm telling you it wasn't my fault anyway. Long story. Fast forwarded, we get to the year 2023 and I decided, well, I ran into another, I didn't run into, but I was driving, I was going to clean up a foster family's house, all right? And then my car hits a, I don't even know what you call it, it's not even a ditch, it's just like a bump in the road and it completely tears off the wheel well. Um, and it just makes a loud sound, and everybody's outside laughing at me, <laughs> <laughs> which was quite funny. Um, because of the circumstances, but I I go to the Hyundai dealer in Gainesville after about a week or two, because I said I needed to fix this. Zach Allen and I had Jimmy rigged it with zip ties for the time being. So we go to the Hyundai dealer, I buy my parts, they say three to five business days, it's there, three to five business days pass, et cetera, et cetera. I think I've shared this story on this podcast before, but I'll just share the minor details is after five days, give them a call, haven't heard anything, they don't know what I'm talking about, so I leave a voicemail. The n- guy that I left a voicemail with never responds, I call three months later, they say, we have no idea, um, and the shop's closed, call back tomorrow. I said, I don't want to call back tomorrow. I would like an answer right now. I, that's as far as I can lay my foot down without feeling like a total jerk, but it was four months after I paid 600 bucks for my parts, and they said they have no idea where my parts or what I'm talking about are. And then they moved me toward the manager, and they're like, yeah, we got it three days after you left. And I was like, <laughs>
1: you sure didn't tell me. <laughs>
0: That's so, yeah. So, schedule. They're so busy, I had to schedule after that call. After f- four months of not having my part, I had to schedule a month in advance of getting that part on. And then I had a recent recall on my vehicle, and I went to schedule an appointment with them. And they didn't have an appointment until March, which is three months from now. And would have been a year from when I first needed them. Um, and so, I went to Hyundai Jenkins of Ocala. And let me tell you something. It was one of the greatest experiences of my life in the car dealership world. You know, after going to Gainesville Hyundai dealers and then going to Hyundai of Ocala. Oh my, oh my. It is eons better than the Gainesville dealership. But that's just a little bit about uh, my experiences with the Hyundai dealerships in and around the Alachua and Marion counties. But it's been seven days since we've talked to one another last virtually on this podcast. I want to hear about those seven days. What all occurred in your life?
1: Well, there's been a lot going on. Obviously, Christmas is, you know, right around the corner. Um, and this week I had a I won't say a similar experience, but I had to deal with a car dealership this week as well. um so that was you know, it's kind of interesting that the stars, our stars, are aligning in that way. um but as you know, last week I had a robe on, I wasn't feeling my best um and so I was sick really, probably through Wednesday. I just wasn't feeling awesome still a little bit stopped up um, but my wife made uh, white chicken chili and great heavens Oh it was so good when you're sick and that creamy that creamy chili and with it being chicken it's light you know it's not super hearty like a you know like a typical chili with beef and whatnot um, so you know it's it's just kind of light and creamy and it's feels so good on your throat when you've got a little tickle in your throat. Um, so I'm, you know, eternally grateful for her, for, for making that dish for me. And I mean, she was, she was a little sick as well. So maybe there's a little bit of self selfishness there on her end, but, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was incredible. And really this is the time of year to be making a dish like that.
0: So, yeah. Um, let me just say publicly, I'm glad your throat got tickled in such a way.
1: Well, it was an opportunity to eat some chicken chili, you know? Um, so I guess I'm glad that it happened too. Uh, but on top of that, I had to, like I said before, go to a car dealership and, um, really deal with those folks kind of similar to you it was a shorter time span but you know I feel like anytime you deal with a with a car dealership it feels like you're beating your head against the wall um so I my back window is leaking it's one of the electric ones so there's a button to open up the middle slider um and I knew really from the beginning I was like man I have a feeling this little automatic slider is going to give me some heartache down the line. Uh, and sure enough, here we are. So it was leaking. I tried to get an appointment three weeks ago. Um, and they said, hey, you know, bring it in on Friday. We're, we're open next Friday. That was like a week and a half away from whatever I originally called. Um, I said, okay, how long is it going to take? They said three days. I was like, okay, so I'll pick it up on Monday. No, actually, we don't work Saturday or Sunday. It's like, okay, so you want my truck from Friday until like Wednesday the next week, and I've got to get a rental car for that? Yeah, we don't have any loaners right now, so we can get you a discount on the rental car. So I said, you know what? Just so I'm not missing it over the weekend, let me you know, reschedule for, for, uh, for Monday. That way they have it Monday to Wednesday instead of Friday to Tuesday. Um, they said, okay, sounds good. They shoot me a text confirming that my appointment has indeed changed to Monday. And I call like Friday afternoon. Hey, just want to confirm we've got the rental car lined up. You're good for me on Monday because I'm a diligent person, I guess. Um, they said, I don't see anything for Monday for, for you. I had, I have a, a missed appointment from this morning for you and a whole, I, it took everything inside me not to just hang up the phone right there. I was, oh, oh, my beef was just boiling. And so I say, okay, that's not, sure, you know, whatever. <laughs> that's, that's beside the point. I have to reschedule for like two weeks later, like you said, finally, I get my truck in this week. It ends up taking them like four days to get it fixed. But I will say the only good thing about this whole situation is I bring my truck in this past Monday and they have like a restaurant in the dealership. It's like a hotel restaurant. There's like a banquet area. I'm like, who, why, why is there a banquet area in this restaurant in a dang Ford dealership? You know what I mean? Anyways. The dude gives me a voucher. He says, go get some breakfast uh, while we wait on your rental car, lady. Um, And so I'm in there, you know, and they ask, are you dining in? I was like, "Uh, yeah, sure, I guess. I don't know how long this rental car is going to take me. And so I'm looking at the menu and I say, you know what? Let me just get a chocolate croissant. Let me just get that because it'll be quick. And as soon as I ordered the lady with the rental car calls me, hey, I'm outside. Perfect. And I just sat down at this table, you know. So I tell the waitress, I say, look, my rental car's here. If you could just, you know, get my croissant to go and I'll be on my way. So even that was kind of a hassle. I mean, I'm grateful for the croissant, but even that was, you had to go through the whole rigmarole to get the croissant. So it was really, I needed a dang nap after dealing with these <laughs> folks um so yeah that was i know i rambled a bit there but that's how my brain felt after this whole experience i'm just glad that yeah the windows fixed i got a croissant um and my bank account is is much lighter now which isn't a good thing so
0: well it can be hard lugging heavy things around so sometimes it's good to <laughs> lighten
1: your load but, That's true. That's true. I haven't thought about it from that perspective. So, I appreciate that.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Now, let me ask you this. What did you dislike more? Did you dislike having to tell the woman that just sat you down to say, sorry, I lied. I need my croissant to go and I need it stat? Or did you dislike them telling you you missed your appointment? (laughs)
1: I feel, I feel bad for the waitress because obviously she stands to, if she waits on me, she stands to make some sort of tip, right? Them telling me that I missed an appointment, that's, that certainly made me angrier is when you say, no, actually you missed the appointment. And I say, no, actually I've got a text right here from Sarasota Ford saying that my appointments moved from Friday to Monday. So yeah, I uh, I was not too pleased with that one, um, but I did feel bad for the waitress because she sat me down. You know, it's like a it's kind of like a fancy restaurant that they're dealing with in there, um, but that's how that's how it goes sometimes, I guess. So, and really, I I was surprised that they even gave me a voucher because I mean, my truck's a twenty eleven was it twelve years old? They didn't even try to come up to me and, you know, usually when you have your car in the shop at the dealership, they're like, hey, you know, a salesman will grab you. Hey, why don't we go look around these new trucks? But you bring in a dirty 2011, they're like, golly, this no way I'm going to sell a truck to this dude. So they didn't even bother. They just said, go back there and grab your dang croissant and be on your way. So that's the life I live, I guess.
0: That's fair. In your defense, and perhaps this is a testament to my car as well, as I've never been asked to have a look at cars, other cars. Oh, really? Um, yeah. I'm usually just saying, look, y'all, y'all just tell me what needs to happen, and then I'll I'll just take whatever is makes the most sense. So, for instance, let me share this with you. Which this is a cool system they have at Ocala, is I'm sitting there, I'm having my coffee. They had free honey buns. I didn't grab a free honey bun because i'm trying to I'm trying to lighten the load on my added sugars intake because Big I know mistake. I know the holidays are coming up, and I will be having a lot of I will be adding a lot of added sugars into my body um so I'm doing my work doing a little laptop perusing a little amazon.coming and I get a text that says our our technicians have recommended three things that your car has failed um, suspension belt air cabin filter and engine filter all right and they wanted to replace those I went in because of a recall and an oil change and so. This is why I like this system that they have because one it gives me some time to think rather than a man or woman coming to my face and saying this is what you need. Do you want it right now or not? It gives me some time to think. It also gives me some time to research. AdvancedAutoParts.com, Serpentine suspension belt cost and installation. How, how easy is it to install a suspension belt? Well it turns out it's extremely easy and the the spell itself costs 20 bucks and they wanted to charge me 260 for it. So due to my research, my and because of Jenkins Hyundai of Ocala's grace with their time, they've allowed me to research on my own. And not only have I learned how much a suspension belt costs, not only have I learned how to install a suspension belt, I've also saved $230. And so, I couldn't, I couldn't say enough good things about Jenkins Hyundai Vocala. Now, do I believe that I need a new suspension belt? I would believe it because they diagnosed it. Right, So who would I be to not trust the professional that I've willingly and voluntarily taken my car to, and they know more about my car than I know about my car? So I absolutely believe them, but due to their great system, I have the ability to do it myself, whereas I wouldn't at Hyundai Gainesville. Now, if our friends have a Hyundai, don't take it to Gainesville. Take
1: it to Ocala.
0: That's my pitch.
1: I have I have a different way of thinking about it because I've never gotten the email with the suggestion, hey, you know, this is what we think you should do. I always get the the phone call or the face-to-face. And so if I get the face-to-face, I'm pretty likely to say yes because I, like you said, I trust them as professionals. I might, you know, maybe I shouldn't, but I stay there long enough to hopefully recoup from some of my finances through the honey buns, you know, I'm going to say yes to you, but also I'm going to, you know, absolutely wipe you out of your honey buns, free drinks. I'm stuffing my backpack with, you know, Snickers bars and, and whatever else that you've got up here. So we've got kind of a different way of thinking about it, but. Well, let me all, tell I you think, this, you know, we probably come out even on both of those I, situations. I will say this much. The honey bun
0: stash will last longer than the engine air filter. <laughs> if you were to put an engine air filter and a honey bun next to each other, honey bun doesn't expire ever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I want to be clear. I absolutely trust these people, but I've also was I'm amazed at the opportunity they gave me to do my own research because I wasn't expecting that. But honestly, the experience was so good that if it was cheaper to replace it, for them to replace it, than 230 bucks, I absolutely would. So, they're pretty nice people.
1: Well, that's that's good news. I'll have to, uh, I, don't, I don't plan on ever owning a Hyundai, but you know, if I do, then, well, I'll know where to take it.
0: Well, I hate to say it, Brett, but you do own
1: a Hyundai, just so you know. Well, that's true. I would say my I don't know if my name's on it actually. Oh I think it's I think it's just Molly. So that's I think you're actually wrong in that in that case. But Well That's, that's neither here nor that happens, there.
0: <laughs> that happens
1: often. <laughs> um, um, but I would say the last thing with my week was um on Friday night. I had a company Christmas party. And typically my company does those at like our main Sarasota office, but they were actually, um, this year they chose to cut back on the Thanksgiving lunch and some other items so that we could rent a space out for Christmas, have it catered and do some cool, uh, prizes and things like that. So, um, it was a blast. Um, just getting to see, you know, guys from, projects that i've worked on before you know because they're you don't see them every day you don't hardly see them at all really um whenever you're all on separate jobs so it was good to catch up with folks and um, i won a few of the raffles so i got a gift card it's one of the i think visa gift cards that's anywhere between 20 and 500 and there wasn't anything written on it so i'm assuming it's 500 but until we enter that code in you really never know uh, so I was walking around telling everyone I got a five hundred dollar gift card because I won the raffle. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was kind of our our week. It was really a, a whirlwind, but I'm glad I got a lot of the stuff knocked out before Christmas. So
0: yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty special week, and five hundred dollars. I mean, that pays. I could pay for a back windshield, you know. So. Praise the Lord for his uh, provision. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, let me tell you, um, I also had a Christmas party this week. I had a young adult Christmas party with the young adult ministry at Westside, which is fantastic, you know. I, I know a lot of people's names, and I know of them. But until you actually meet face-to-face, do you really know who they are? Until you actually ask questions about them, do you really know them? I'd say the answer is no. And so I was walking up to people and I was saying, your name is blank. And they're like, whoa, how'd you know that? I said, I know everything. No, I didn't. I usually say something like this so-and-so has said a lot of good things about you. So I was able to do that a couple times. It's nice to meet new people. And at that Christmas party, we, it took me back to Nate Bargatze because many people have heard that we went on the road to Tampa to see Nate Bargatze. And many people walked up to me and said, oh my goodness, I'm so jealous of you. I envy you because you saw Nate Gatsy, And I was quick to say, well, first off, repent. Second off, you should be. And so, um, that kind of, I, I kind of have a mission. So, Westside does a mission fest, which is an annual missions conference. And... I have a mission and a vision to get Nate Bargatze at Mission Fest as the opener act or the closing act. Maybe he could preach on a Sunday. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But I just think it would be remarkable to have him. Now, do I know for certain he's a Christian? Absolutely not. Do I know for certain Brett's a Christian? Absolutely not. I could be 99.99% sure, but I can't examine his heart. So, we all we all got to choose wise and discern. Use discernment and bringing on Nate to Mission Fest. And just to be clear, I 100% think that Brett is a Christian, but I don't. I couldn't say. I'm not comfortable saying I'm 100% certain because, quite frankly, I'm not God. Does this make sense? I know I'm talking about you in third person, but.
1: Oh, it's okay. And it totally makes sense. I think I think the statement is true. I mean, even despite how close we are, like you said, you can't truly examine somebody's heart. You're not with them, you know, 24-7. Even more so for Nate Bargatze, who is traveling all over the country, all over the world, you know. So, um, I think that would apply to him tenfold, you know.
0: Yes, absolutely. So that's a little bit about Bargatsy and the Young Adult Christmas Party. Um, then we had our staff Christmas party, and it sounded like it was a lot like your staff Christmas party as we rented out an event space. We did some catered meals. Um, we had a white elephant gift exchange. It was a whole host of fun. Um, then Saturday rolls around, And after our Upward game, Connor Coleman and I, which is a faithful listener of this show and a faithful friend of both of ours, we go to the Bakery Mill in Gainesville. And there's been a lot of chatter about local businesses in Gainesville closing down because of all the costs and the economy right now. And let me just put it out here publicly, as I hope that the bakery mill does not close down because it is host to so many great memories and it's just magnificent. And so I would hate to see it go, but if it's in the Lord's will, then we must obey it. Last thing about my week, my week was pretty top tier, if I'm being honest, and I do want to be honest. But the last thing about my week was I've been on this mushroom coffee grind, all right. And when I say mushroom coffee, it's not really coffee. It's just ground mushrooms and water. It's not. It's not hallucinogenic mushrooms.
1: It's. It's not. It's not a
0: them Tom Lane hitters. It's. It's not the Tom Lane special. It's just natural. Well, is mushroom a fruit or a vegetable? That's a controversy that has yet to be answered in my own life but some people say it's a fruit some people say it's a vegetable what are your thoughts
1: uh veggie 1000 percent of the time you th- okay
0: i don't want those words to come back to bite you but you seem so confident so we're gonna oh, go
1: I've, we're gonna <laughs> I, i'm very confident i've okay. never even heard anybody say that it's a veggie before so you mean it ever said it's a fruit? Or, before. Sorry, say See, that it's a you fruit. You don't even know. <laughs> Maybe
0: this is where the confusion comes in. But That's right. Anyway, I've been doing that for seven days and it's been good because I don't I've been putting it in a thermos so it stays hot and it's something I sip on until around ten thirty to eleven AM in the mornings. It's been good, but the only drawback is that I've been Less energetic, which is partly why I'm drinking this mushroom coffee, is because it's gonna. I feel as if I've relied and depended upon the caffeine from coffee grounds, and I don't want to be reliant upon that. I want to be full functioning without the need for coffee now. What is in this cup that I'm showing to our YouTube viewers? Well, it's real coffee because, quite frankly, I had bags under my eyes. I didn't sleep well because it was raining all night, and I woke up at 5 a.m. and started to just grind out work. And so, my mushroom coffee, (laughs) it it only took me so far today. So, I have my handy-dandy donut shop in the Keurig But anyway, I'm excited for the health benefits of this mushroom coffee. It's supposedly very good for your health. It resets your immune system. Um, So there's only one way to find out, and that's by testing it yourself, and that's what I'm doing.
1: That's right. Speaking of uh, donut shop and also businesses closing in Gainesville, did you hear about Halo Potato? Oh,
0: boy let me tell you what i heard and i want to be tread carefully because i don't think there's any benefit in talking bad about people or businesses behind their back or even maybe in front of their faces without it being constructive of course but i didn't really enjoy the way halo potato went out and failed slash died they didn't die well you see to answer your question i did see this and what have we learned hurt people hurt people have we talked about this on the show?
1: Halo or her people hurt people?
0: Halo potatoes.
1: We have not. Not that I know of. Okay.
0: Well, they they started screenshotting some posts and then they started screenshotting their replies to those posts and they were dropping words that started with F and ended with I-N-G or words that started with S and ended in IT and it wasn't information technology. And I just thought we got to be a little more classy. I get that you're a donut shop and you you probably haven't been trained on the classiness business side of it, but you got to rile those potatoes in. I know potatoes can be mushy and dirty, but you got to go clean. You got to get out clean. In my opinion.
1: I didn't know that they were throwing around words like that. I just, I know that they just boomed, you know, they went from the truck and they got their first location, uh, first storefront. And then after that, it seemed like every three or four months they were opening another storefront in Gainesville. And I was like, I don't know how they're opening. So I know they're, wildly popular, but I have no clue how they're opening so many storefronts, like the cost, the expenses with doing that is, you know, it's phenomenal how much, how much it costs a company. And I understand their, their donuts are kind of expensive and people love them, but the math wasn't adding up to me whenever they started opening up all these different locations. And then I guess like a month or maybe six weeks back, they said they were closing up shop, but it's really just pretty devastating. Cause the last time we were in Gainesville, I was like, you know, maybe on our way out, we should grab some halo potato. Cause I love them. Me and Molly were there when the line only had two people on a Saturday morning at their, at their opening truck. And we went a couple of times and he recognized us and, and knew our names pretty much. And that's a testament to how much I love donuts. Um, but the dude was so nice, the owner. Um, so that's really, really disappointing to hear that he's, you know, you put your heart and soul into a company and then to have it go down, you know, not how you expected. I'm sure he was feeling lots of emotions, but letting those emotions out on social media probably isn't the most graceful way to do it.
0: Precisely. Exactly what you said is. I'm not trying to say the guy is mean or more mean than any other person in the world, but you just have to be a little more intelligent and aware, I would say. Yeah. But we all fall short at some point, and it's some right. cases. So, well, all you mentioned donuts. I love donuts so much. And so, if there's any donut shops listening to this podcast, if you want to send us some, I i mean, I've eaten week-old donuts and enjoyed them just as much as if they were fresh. So, if you want to ship some to our house, I would gladly, and when I say gladly, that would be an understatement, eat one of your donuts in front of the YouTube uh, podcast world and sponsor. But... In the meantime, Brett, what kind of sports have you been seeing?
1: Well, I haven't been seeing a ton of sports. I did see a um, an article saying that Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, who we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, well, the b- beginning of the life of the podcast, not this particular episode, but um, he tore his Achilles' earlier this season, the first game, I think he only played five snaps before that happened. Um, but he's been on the fast track to getting back on the field. And there's some sources saying that he might be clear to start this upcoming Sunday, which is absolutely bonkers to come back that fast from, from a horrific injury really. Um, but look, he's Rogers. He can do whatever he wants. um, He's got lots of alternate medicinal methods. Um, So who knows? Maybe those gave him some superpowers and, um, you know, he was able to to heal a new Achilles almost like a, a lizard grows a new tail. Perhaps he lives underneath the Denver airport. Perhaps. Perhaps he is one of the lizard people much like those that do live underneath the Denver airport. I'll just say, if
0: we aren't here next week, if this podcast ceases to exist, Aaron Rodgers is a lizard person, confirmed.
1: (laughs) Oh, and the other thing I saw was Rob Gronkowski. uh, He sang the national anthem at the Los Angeles Bowl a couple of days back and I'm not going to play the video because it was pretty horrendous. You know, whenever people, you know, whenever people, and I can say that because he wasn't trying. That's why I say that if he was trying and he wasn't good, i would be like, the dude poured his heart and soul into it. You know, you can tell when someone's singing and they're trying. Um, but you could kind of tell he was playing into him being a bad singer and wasn't really, wasn't really trying that hard. So um, I think Francis Scott Key would have been a little disappointed with that rendition. But look, it's Rob Gronkowski. He, uh, he does things a little differently than the rest of us.
0: That's a fair statement. I was watching his highlights the other day. Um, not, I mean, it was just on my phone. I didn't go search Rob Gronkowski, tight end highlights. It just popped up. But I was captivated when I saw the video because you don't see the things he did on that football field. You do not see on a football field today. I mean, it. I, it's unexplainable. Anyway, praise God. He's good at football. Better than he is at singing the national anthem, apparently. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> well this may you may find this interesting and some of our listeners may find this interesting is Harding Bison bison's maybe plural bison or one singular bison either way they are the Division 2 National Football Champions Now one thing about Harding is we have two people who are faithful listeners of the show that play on that team. First, his name is Chase Whitfield, long snapper for Harding Bison. The second one is Carter Lee's, sinner for the Harding Bison. They are now national champions. Um, so we'll have to add that to our resume. Quite frankly, podcast, the home of the national champions, Harding Bison. <laughs> um but th- i thought that was fun it was fun to watch th- them succeed in that way and then secondly our second week of upward before our christmas break occurred and once again these kids just they amaze me we're getting better every week so one of our probably our fifth best kid moved up to our being our third best kid so he's i mean Early candidate for most improved player of the year. There you go, absolute legend. Um, but most importantly, they have great chemistry. They're playing well as a team, and it really seems like they're wanting to get each other the ball rather than themselves scoring baskets. So, and that's what I—that's what I want. I want to teach them selfless basketball strong defense, be a facilitator, get rebounds, high energy, high effort, all to glorify the Lord. And we're well on our way. And that's proven because we're smoking these teams. I mean, we don't keep score, but... <laughs> no, it's a lot of fun. I do have... There There are a couple coaches who have reached out to our team and said, Y'all are going down when we see you on the court. Because oh they're also goodness. undefeated even though we don't keep score. But you know that they keep score in their heads. Right. And I always say, We're we don't keep score. Okay? You're being too competitive. We're out here to have fun. And they can't take it. They can't take it. And it's all gonna it's all fun and games until we get out there and actually Beat them, mm-hmm. and that could be the score or not. It's going to be our attitude. It's going to be our teamwork. Man, oh man, I love this team; they're amazing, and it fires me up every time I think about it. So those are my two sports. I don't want to get too fired up, but I'm feeling pretty high energy right now because I got my real <laughs> cup of Joe <laughs> and I my system. You're,
1: you're not sucking down the mushrooms right now, so <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's funny well, you know for years i've I've thought that the music I listened to was terrible um you know one of my mom's favorite things to do whenever I was younger was to tell me that I should listen to better music uh so you know that was until I filled this void in my life when I began to create my own music. I feel impassioned when I get behind my circular microphone, this one right here uh and you know begin to share my feelings with the world uh so you can listen to my music by searching Ball and Brett on your favorite streaming service we actually uh Ball and Brett and Flobo recently collabed on a a song called Costco Christmas so you close your eyes you listen to the song and you just kind of travel through the aisles of a Costco you pass the the meat counter and, you know, you pass the giant fridges and, you know, freezers and you go to the front where there's the food court. It's, uh, man, it's beautiful. And I'm excited to share that with the world. I mean, thanks for being so
0: honest. Um, I'm sorry you had to grow up that way. I know it's never fun to
1: have someone you love tell you your music sucks, but... You, you, well, it's okay. Really, it's a it's a positive because it drives me. Right. It drives me to be better, and I always think about that. So, well,
0: then I rescind my original comment and praise the Lord for that driven nature. Um, I'll tell you what. When I listen to your song, I begin to get riled up in the best way possible. Um. One one of our one of our friends, Zach Allen, that we mentioned before, he shared it with his daughter. Oh, um, and she he shared that she said things like, "This song is amazing. This song has meant so much in my life. It just makes me want to go to a Costco." And when he shared that, I thought. I didn't know it was so deep. But you just never know, you just never know where people are at in their lives. Right? Yeah. We can only see the external. And so by you creating that Costco Christmas, you've cared for a sister. So, great work.
1: Well, that's that's touching. I hadn't heard that um that testimonial, I guess you could call it. Uh, about our music, but really, that it means a ton to me. It means the world. Um, you know, it's our fans. It's like this podcast. It's our fans that keep us going. Um, and to hear somebody almost tear up when they hear our beautiful songs, or um, you know, it's it's doing a number on me as I speak. So, um, but I I know earlier in the in the. <laughs> Earlier in the episode you had mentioned a white elephant. Um <laughs> you gotta stop laughing, bro. Earlier in the episode you had mentioned a white elephant party, and I wanted to get your take on your three favorite gifts. We'll do almost a little gift guide for your go to um your go to white elephant uh gifts.
0: Yeah, that's a great question, especially around this time in the world in the calendar year. Um, here's number one. Um, and I'll get into three of my favorite gifts, but I just want to give two guidelines before as part of the gift guide. is One, you got to know your audience for White Elephant. Know your audience helps you inform your gift. Number two, if you do a funny gift, you need to add something of value, like a gift card, for example. So you do funny gift, gift card, that's good. But if you were to just do a funny gift and everybody else is doing something else, I guess you could add that third guideline in there being a money limit. Each gift cannot exceed X amount of dollars and each mm-hmm. gift has to be above X amount of dollars. That would help as well. But anyway, here's my top three a custom apparel with a friend or coworker's face. This is part of knowing your audience. Whoever you're having a white elephant party with, whether that's your coworkers, friends, family, you got to get some custom apparel with their face on it. And I think of a tote bag that I put Jeremy Large's face on and it had a block of cheese on top and he was smiling and it said cheese. And so I thought that was a winner. It's still around today. Another great one. I've seen, and you can really only do it once in your party. Otherwise, it's a has-been gift, is a white, white elephant. You buy a white elephant. Not a, an alive white elephant, but one of those white elephant toys. This is one of those <sighs> funny gifts because it's a white elephant party. So, you would stuff some dollars in the white elephant's body if there's a hole in there. You know, like a little piggy bank, but a white elephant bank. if this makes sense. And number three, this happened this year at our staff Christmas party, and I thought it was brilliant. The sermon series we are in is called Prepare the Way, and it's about following the life of John the Baptist, preparing the way for Jesus, and teaching us that we are to act the same as John the Baptist. We see John the Baptist, he has hordes and hosts of disciples following him, and when Jesus arrives, John the Baptist says, no, no, follow him, follow Jesus. And so that's the whole he must increase, I must decrease pitch Is John the Baptist has these followers, and he's pushing them to the ultimate uh, king. And so that's the sermon series we're in. One thing about John the Baptist is he spent 29 years of his life in the wilderness. He, uh, we hear about the locusts and honey, Uh, thing. He's a Nazarite, which means he grows his hair out, he doesn't touch dead bodies, and he follows the commands of God, etc.
1: No wine for the Nazarites either?
0: Correct. Correct. So, 29 years he did this. This is just an interesting fact. His one other year, he had his disciples, and he was also beheaded. Spoil alert. So, 29 years of faithfulness to lead to one year of preparing which one might say for those 29 years he was preparing the way all throughout because we're looking at his life right now, today, 2,000 years later. It's quite beautiful when you think of it. Anyway, let me get to my point is the gift that was given at the White Elephant, which is relevant to one, the audience, and two, the current situation we're in was locusts and honey, that was the gift. That was a white elephant gift. So I thought it was quite beautiful and hilarious. So those are the three that I've really enjoyed recently.
1: Wow. Well, uh, I would say to go back to the beginning of your stipulations, if you give a funny gift to give a gift card as well, I completely disagree. I am... <laughs> If you say there's a white elephant zero times out of a hundred, am I going to buy a legitimate gift? Um, I won't say zero times. One time out of a hundred, I'll buy a legitimate gift. My first gift for the gift guide for for, for white elephant and you can know the room or not know the room that you're walking into but number one for me is a live hamster. You show up to a white elephant with a a box that's wrapped and it's got dang holes poked in the top so something can breathe. You know, it's going to be good. This was actually inspired by my brother. I think he did this in college a couple times. Who knows where those hamsters, you know, those hamsters are probably hanging out, creating, you know, making a family somewhere in Gainesville on the streets uh, at some point. So, hamster is number one for me. Number two is uh, conspiracy theory inspired gifts. You know, uh, maybe it's a mug that says birds aren't real or a sweater. Maybe it's an ugly sweater that says, you know, Bush did Katrina, you know, hurricane Katrina. A lot of people think that. So that's my number two. Once again, you don't even have to know the room that you're walking into to give these gifts because everyone loves these, these gifts. Uh, and the third one is a stinky candle. Um, it doesn't have to have a label on it, but if it's a beautiful candle and you can go to these, you know, artisanal candle shops where you mix your own flavors and you just get something stinky and put it in there. Um, maybe some fish, some old fish or something like that. Mix it in with the wax. They go to burn it down in a couple weeks. Guess what? Their whole house is going to stink. So really, I'm a big fan of the gag gift. Uh, I've actually got a white elephant tomorrow night and tomorrow night is the one out of 100 where I will be giving a legitimate gift. And that is this season's greetings pillow right over my shoulder. We've been talking about for the past couple, a uh, couple weeks, but I'm super excited to give that gift. If I wasn't going to do that pillow, I would probably do the Bush did Katrina sweater because that's an absolute classic, um, But that's kind of my, you know, that's my thinking on White Elephants.
0: Yeah. Um, We do disagree. However, I love, I'm on the train of non-serious gifts. But I'm also on the train of adding a little reward for bearing with my non-serious gift. But I get it. We're different, okay? We're different. Aside from the season's greetings pillow, I mean... That's kind of priceless. Right. Um, And speaking of which, y'all got to get yours if you're listening to this podcast. Um, We're doing some sales because of your faithfulness and watching and listening. And don't think for one second it's lost on us the support you show us because truthfully, it means a lot that you're even listening. And it means a lot that you care enough to help us continue this podcast. And if I had it my way, I would meet with you personally once a month if you were to buy one of these pillows. And so if if you're in one of our regions, if you're in Bretter Eyes region and you buy a pillow, you need to let us know because we will set up a recurring monthly meeting with you to get to know more about you. Um, what were we talking about? White white <laughs> elephants.
1: <laughs> white elephant. <laughs> white
0: elephant <yes>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yes. What are your thoughts on this? If you were to get a magic set, like get someone a, here's how to do magic. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. And you were to pair that with a magazine of bullets, and together it'd be the magic bullet. As in JFK's assassination. (laughs) That's just an idea, people, if you're looking for funny.
1: That's pretty good. I love, honestly, I love magic kits Uh, ever since I was a child. I love just the look in people's eyes when you pull off a trick and they have no clue how you did it. You feel like you have so much power. Um, But combining that with the JFK assassination. Which the CIA definitely did not do. Um Yeah. I think that's an excellent, excellent idea.
0: Or or we taxidermy JFK <laughs> and bring him.
1: <laughs> He's in like Arlington, right? Arlington National Cemetery, I'm guessing.
0: Oh yeah. Something like that. That'd be um, so
1: easy, dude, to find out where he is. Oh yeah. I mean that would take what
0: three hours? I mean that's plenty of time. Right. There's 24 hours in a day. Fly to Arlington. What's that? Four hours? That's seven hours. Ah, fly back. What's that? Eight and three? Eleven hours? Twelve
1: hours? Yeah, it's like half a day. Just to go, just to go snag JFK's body for a meme. Yeah.
0: Once again, if we aren't here next time, we know the CIA definitely did not do the JFK assassination. Anyway, uh, I digress. Because with the seasons changing and Florida serving up its usual temperamental weather, my sinuses have been going crazy. Now, thanks to the creative minds at Johnson & Johnson, my congestion can be cleared up immediately with the Banshee (laughs) Booger... (laughs) The the Banshee Booger is a snot-sucking machine that connects to each orifice on your head and creates a super vacuum in your sinus tract. You wouldn't believe the despicable things (laughs) that come out of my ears, nose, eyes, and mouth. Use code, quite frankly, to get 15% off the Banshee Booger today. Let me tell you about the old BB, Um, other than what I've already shared. The BB, I think it could change people's lives. You know, we've been talking about a little bit about this breath book that I've been reading, and quite frankly, I've had the book checked out for three more months and have not read a single page, so I really need to return that book. But our breath determines so much of our body, the way we breathe, and with the banshee booger, it unlocks a potential that some might say have not has not been reached for many people, specifically in America, specifically in big cities. You think about the pollution that's going into your body. you know we don 't think about this often we don 't think about what we breathe how we breathe because it's so involuntary and we think because it's involuntary it doesn't matter because we don't have to think about it that's a lie from the devil that's a lie from the devil to get us to not glorify god with our bodies and so with the banshee booger you're able to clear out your system to be able to glorify god better through the way you breathe and the by better breathing you can be more energetic energized You'll be more fueled. You'll be more sharp in the mind. I mean, there are so many great side effects to good breathing that do not get talked about. And i have just seven chapters into this book, Breath. There's 13, so I'd hate to see what happens when I read the other six. But anyway, Banshee Booger, it's scientifically proven to help you breathe better. It's scientifically proven to help you glorify God with your body better and so i could not recommend it enough
1: well that's i mean i don't even know what else to say about it you you really laid it all out on the line there for us to to hear so it's it's kind of hard to refute all the stuff that you just said there
0: i mean you can say it's not true i guess but then you'd be
1: not only lying to me, you'd be lying to yourself. It's true. It's true. There's so many times I've, I've never tried the product you've been telling me about it all week, but with my sinuses last week or or earlier this week, I just woken up in the middle of the night, just golly, I need a dang Banshee booger. Um, and that's recurring thought in my head. Um, so yeah, that's y'all got to get out there. Fifteen percent off an item like this is is obviously going to be a a substantial amount of money. So, oh yeah, you can thank us later after you get the deal and get your nose cleared out. So,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Well, what kind of song, not plural, just one, More. have you been listening to this week?
1: My song of the week is "Stone" by Whiskey Myers. Um, and it's a slow song, but it'll, uh, it'll get you in your feels a little bit. Sometimes you just kind of, especially with the cold weather around, it's just a good song to listen to when it's cold out. So I don't really know how else to explain it. You just got to go listen to it. Obviously we'll add it to the playlist after this episode, but, um, it's a good one. Like I said, it's slow, but it'll get you moving a little bit.
0: Hey, I, I shared this about the Spotify Wrapped. Um, it said I had the – if they were to look at my music taste, it said I was like a vampire. I like sad and ambient music. Um, so if that's Stone, that's right down my alley or right up my alley, depending on which direction you want to go. That's true. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'll listen for sure. My song of the week is Little Life by Cordelia. Now, again, slow and ambient song. It's about enjoying this little life while you have this little life. It's also a little sad because I think it talks a little bit about her not expecting to be alive this long. Um, And she's only 30-ish years old. So if that tells you anything about the mindset of her, what she has gone through. It's kind of powerful at the same time. But I would recommend listening. Give it a good listen. I also wanted to add on to the end is that song, your song of the week last week. Do you remember what it was? By DeJure?
1: Uh, you're so vain, yeah.
0: You're so vain. And I said I hadn't listened. I hadn't heard who Carly Simon or DeJure was. Or you're so vain. Well, anyway, I'm on my, I'm on my walk oh. And you know what I turn on, I turn on you're so vain. And you know what happens is Which which a little version
1: did you turn on?
0: To shore. You okay. said you said Carly Simon's the fake.
1: Well, she's not the fake. She's the original, but I like I like his version better. Oh, I thought you said
0: Carly Simon was the rip off of To Shore. But people oh, think no. Carly Simon did the original.
1: Oh no. She did the original. Like 40 years ago. Uh, Probably closer to 50 years ago.
0: That's my apologies. Um, I misunderstood greatly. But anyway, I listened to You're So Vain by Deshore. And then I wanted to share this with you all is that I actually had heard it before. I just didn't know it. Um, I didn't listen. I hadn't listened to the full song through before, but I had heard the popular part that I'm forgetting what it is right now, but just believe me.
1: (laughs) Very believable. You're like, I listened to this song and actually I had heard it before. Um, I can't remember anything about it, but trust me, trust me, I did listen to it. Yep,
0: exactly. Exactly. Well, my friend, you have anything you want to say to our listeners next time they're going to hear from us is going to be either on or after Christmas.
1: Uh, it'll probably be on Christmas, I would think, but no, I, I really don't have anything to say, you know, this week leading up to Christmas, obviously next Sunday is Christmas Eve, but, um, you know, I would just encourage you this week to look around you a little bit, um, look at your family, look at those that love you, um, and just be grateful for it because, you know, especially this time of year. There's a lot of people that don't have a lot of the blessings that we have, so I would encourage you to, uh, as you go throughout this week and get in the Christmas season, instead of you know, instead of thinking about and harping on all the negatives and and hard times that are on us right now, uh, I would encourage you to look around and and think of all the the positives and and the blessings that you've been given.
0: I couldn't agree more. Um and we kind of talked about this at Thanksgiving as we know that there are certainly some of you that this is your first holiday without a loved one and there is just no there's no pain like that. Um and so if you need anything, I would re- say reach out to us. Um and if there's if we can't do anything about it other than pray, cause which we will 100% do, then reach out to other people Um, and on the opposite side like Brett said look for opportunities to serve look for people that you can care for Um, and as the new year is closing in again we're gonna talk about talk to you before then but once again we can't really express our thanks for you enough so we're gonna say it right now is we're thankful for you so much um, and, quite frankly, we're crossing our one-hour threshold. And so, whatever way you say Merry Christmas, whether that be Feliz Navidad gotcha. or Merry Christmas, I want you to have one. I want you to have a remarkable time with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers. Finish this Christmas holiday season well and glorifying the Lord. And as always, we're going to see you in seven days because we love you deeply and we love you generously. And I said it before and I'll say it again. We're going to see you in seven days.